you are adopted, you feel like you're part of a family, part of a community, and the celebratory environment, like the way that the community salutes you and embraces you, that it's a second to none experience. Okay, we're live. Welcome to Experiences You Should Have, your how-to guide for amazing experiences. This is Gail, and I am here at the world's largest podcast conference here in Orlando, Florida. And I met some amazing people here, Dana Costin and Amy Rolls Costin, and they are from Run, Eat, Drink Podcast. And definitely go check it out wherever you listen to podcasts, and you can also go to runeatdrink.net. And Run, Eat, Drink I'm going to call it Red, is a podcast on fun destination races. We're talking 5Ks, 10Ks, half marathon. So not so much the ultra running. Um, it's a little bit shorter races, except it's a little bit long for me. And, and they also love to eat and drink delicious local food and drink. And Amy and Dana are native Floridians and I lived in Florida too for like a little bit way back but um, <laughs> but they enjoy running they enjoy eating they enjoy drinking oh, and yeah. yeah and, and like, we podcast about those three things. and we do that's yes. right it is great we talk about it <laughs> and, well it's so cool because we were just sitting we were sitting in a conference room earlier today and yeah. and I'm like and I, and I started a podcast and I'm like Okay, you do a podcast on destination races. We do. I turned to you and I said, okay, what is that one race that you have to do? Like, what, what is it out of all these? Let's just sort through it. What's that one experience that you should have, which is on experiences you should have, uh, that we should really focus on? And, and you guys respond with the Donna Marathon Weekend. Oh, yeah. And I, I thought it was funny without us conferring with one another, we right. came up with the same answer. Yes. Not at all. I mean, I looked at you, you looked at me, we were like, it's the Donna. Yeah. Yes. Without the, a doubt. Yeah. The Donna. The Donna. I love it. So we are all about finding those unique experiences around the world and then giving a how-to guide to make them happen. But I want to hear about your experience at the Donna because I have, I have not experienced the Donna. Well... We, our coach, Jeff Galloway, helped found this race with Donna Deegan, who the name, the race is named after, and she is a breast cancer survivor. And so she and her doctor, Dr. Edith Perez, and Jeff Galloway said, you know, we want a community race, an amazing experience, regardless of your athletic ability to support a fantastic cause so we we heard about it from him but you really don't know until you experience the weekend just how much of a community it is and how much it's in every man's and every woman's race and yeah this is a race that's for survivors it's for family members it's for those that may have lost somebody to breast cancer mm -hmm. and Everybody is going to be affected in one way or another by this disease. 
right. until they're able to eradicate it. And mm. Donna Deegan taking her her own cachet that she brought to the to the topic because she was a local TV personality in the right. Jacksonville, Florida area. Mm-hmm. And by partnering with the Mayo Clinic, which is based in Jacksonville, they, mm-hmm. they have some of the, the brightest spotlights and the biggest megaphones to use to raise awareness and raise money mm-hmm. for breast cancer research. And mm-hmm. that's exactly what they're doing with this race. And so, to support those who are fighting the disease and their families. And that's a huge component. A lot of people don't realize that you are, uh, it's not just the patient that's impacted. It's, it's if you're having to make trips to a hospital or to mm-hmm. a clinic over weeks and months, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's putting you out in terms of money. It's putting you out in terms of where to stay and, mm-hmm. and having this event that's raising money, that's raising awareness, that's helping these families. Fantastic. And they've been doing it for several years now. And it's just... They, they've got it down. They, they've nailed it in terms of the community feel, in terms mm-hmm. of the the smoothness of the event itself. It's just a fantastic event from beginning to end. Yes, really. the whole entire weekend starts out with a social shakeout run so everybody can come together and go just 5K and get to know each other, hear stories, and just kick off the weekend right and then on Saturday of the race weekend there is a 5k yeah and they start an ultra if that's your thing to do the higher mileage uh-huh yeah and then on Sunday there's a half marathon and a full marathon so really there are races of every length so it doesn't matter what your ability level is also the time limits are so high. You can walk, mm-hmm. and you really do want to experience the whole entire race. It, it's not something you want to rush through. Sure. Because you're surrounded by people who are celebrating their loved ones, who are breast cancer survivors, and the neighborhoods of Jacksonville create such an atmosphere. They decorate and in pink and white balloons. They're out there in front of their houses and they have coffee, they have juice for the runners, they have all sorts of treats, homemade muffins. <laughs> you're, you're adopted by the community for the yeah. few hours that you're running through these neighborhoods yeah. and the families are, are spending their entire morning. Some people are there all day mm-hmm. and, and we've had people say that they're going to be out in front of their house until the last runner goes by wow and they're yeah. they're feeding you they're they're making you breakfast in the morning mm-hmm. they're some of the treats are a little more adult in nature they're handing you beers yeah. and mimosas <laughs> and jello wow. shots oh my god oh my uh, gosh but yeah and it, it's that that adoption by the community that is so big and part of that is of course because like I said everybody's affected by the disease but you also have the Mayo Clinic which is one of the largest most prestigious medical facilities mm-hmm. in the United States in right. the world right and they're a large employer in that area so, yeah. so many of those families are connected to Mayo mm-hmm. that are out there supporting the runners and so many of the employees from Mayo are running wow yeah. they're in the race themselves now I have I've never done a race. I was signed up once, and then it got canceled, and I was oh, no. I was so relieved actually. <laughs> I am I am not a runner, and and this is something that I need to maybe work through and, and maybe try a race sometime. But so I don't know much about races. 
generally, when you've gone to races around the world, have you felt that community, or is that something that's really unique to this race? I think it's unique to it myself. I think that they execute that community feel. The I think it's one of the best for that kind of, you are adopted, you feel like you're part of a family, part of a community, and the celebratory environment, like the way that the community salutes you and embraces you, that it's a second to none experience here. And although we felt it to a certain degree at other races that we've been to, it's just, I can't tell you, when you cross the start line of the half marathon and they have like the, the, pa- the paper the, that they shoot out of the, the cannons. The confetti. The, the confetti. Yeah. The confetti, yeah. Coming down on you as you start that race, you get, I'm getting goosebumps even now, thinking about that feeling of what you're doing to help support such a great cause and, and to honor loved ones that have been affected by this disease also around, uh, in our family. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. It, I mean, I, I just, that community feel, I think... It's second to none at this particular race weekend, and they're on year number 13 doing this, so they know how to do it right. Okay. Yeah, I think that it helped when you have the, the, the Donna Deegan, who the race is named after. She was part of that community as a newscaster, mm-hmm. and you when you have news anchors that settle into a community, they, they become local celebrities. Yeah. People adopt them as their own. That's my newscaster. That's the person I trust to get mm-hmm. my information from. Yeah. That level of trust, I think, translates into, well, you're going to put your name to something, we're going to support you. Mm-hmm. So that has helped them over the last 13 years really build yeah. that in the community, and it, and it shows. It's a 13-mile-long party. Or 26.2. Or 26.2. <laughs> or, or 110 or whatever. Yeah. Or 5K. But we do the half-marathon yeah. distances. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So... It's, it's a wonderful experience, and I think that, that it's something everybody should experience, that kind of race environment. And I'm so happy that it doesn't matter what your ability, athletic ability is, mm-hmm. what level you're at, you can do it. You can, and the whole point is not to be a speedster or finish first it's about the experience and meeting people and hearing their stories Mm -hmm. and and being celebrated as part of that community which don't get us wrong if you are a speedster that's cool by all means it's a boston qualifying course oh oh, wow yeah okay you can do it (laughs) so i mean there's something in it for everybody i would say okay but for those of us who get that like that stitch in the side yeah. if you run for longer than 30 seconds mm-hmm. uh you you can walk this race absolutely yes. they have um mm-hmm. a number of teams that go out and they'll walk the whole thing together families uh-huh. are walking this together they've all got their shirts on honoring the family member that may have passed okay or supporting the family member who's just finished their last round of chemo and they're out running walking mm-hmm. that that course with them. Mm-hmm. I wow. lost my mom in t- 2016 to breast cancer. So mm. for me, it's hard to do this race without crying yeah. along mm. the course. And sometimes yeah. I do. And that's okay. There's people out there who've been through what you've been through. Oh yeah. There are people out there who, who are on that journey right right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And getting to share that 
stretch of road with them for a few hours is pretty special. And yeah. it doesn't matter how fast you're going. And, it doesn't. And the best part of that is that the race organizers get it. Yes, because one yeah. of them is Jeff Galloway, who is an Olympian mm -hmm. from uh, back in the 1970s. Yep. And, but he has adopted the run, walk, run community. So he has training plans that support the Donna weekend that are out there right now. People are starting to gear up, even though the race is not even until February. Okay. And it takes you, you know, here, you can start from your couch to the mailbox. Mm -hmm. And then maybe you go a little bit further and mm -hmm. a little bit further. It's it's such a, a doable thing to prepare for this race weekend, whether it's the couch to 5K. Right. Or you're going to try the half marathon or the full marathon distance. There, And the training groups that are a part of Run, Walk, Run are all over the country. So mm -hmm. you can find support to get it done. And like we said, it doesn't matter how fast you are. It's about enjoying the experience. So you don't have to worry about being picked up from the course or there, there's wonderful support. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's just, it's that kind of race. If you're wanting to make your first foray in there, you don't have to worry about having the side stitch. You don't have to worry <laughs> about anything like that. You have support in those training groups in Jeff Galloway. He has all his plans up at jeffgalloway.com. And it's just, yeah, you if you have been inspired and want to do something like this, mm -hmm. that community is where to do it, and it gives you the avenues to be successful. Yeah, and Jeff's training is really geared towards starting out from that couch to 5K. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. The run, walk, run method, you're, it's exactly what it sounds like. You're running for a little bit, then you walk, then you run a little bit more, then you walk, okay. and you'll do that for the whole race. All yeah. right. Yeah. And it makes it incredibly approachable. That's what got us off the couch at mm -hmm. first. Yeah. Um, yeah. Down 70 plus pounds each. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, we're able to go and do these runs, and we're, we're using that run, walk, run method mm -hmm. and getting faster as we continue to train. Yeah. yeah. Well, first off, Dana, thank you for sharing your story about your mom. Oh, you're I mean, that is... I mean, that is huge. I, I still have, I still have goosebumps. I really understanding the meaning behind this race and and what it must mean for you and and the people there, and to and to feel that energy in the race. Mm. To to it's, see the number of people wearing survivor bibs is amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then to see the number of people that are running in memoriam. It's amazing in a different way, but it, it, it's one of the most special race events that we've ever done. And it's one that we have decided we do every year oh, yeah. because yeah. of that. Yeah. Even though we travel the races all over the country in, yeah. in, in different yeah. areas, that's one that we always come back to each year. Mm -hmm. And even after the race, after you get your medal, yes, there is bling, too, for anybody who is in it for the medals and that. But after the race in the runner's village to be able to talk to those survivors and to talk to those family members and to hear their stories and to s celebrate and honor it, it's just it's like it's second to none really mm -hmm. really and just a quick shout out to a friend of ours uh, andy sharp <gasps> yes the fastest woman 
at that course. Breast cancer survivor. Breast cancer survivor and yep. doctor at Mayo. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, I mean, she's, she's inspiring, and she and her group, the Bouncy Hunters. Yeah. It's a bunch of doctors and and hospital professionals that get together. They raise money. They run as a team. They train mm-hmm. as a team. They go to different events. But she was the fastest fastest woman in the course this year. Wow! Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Hi, Andy. Yeah. Andy, and I think she did it last year too. Yes. I think she was the top survivor last year, and it's just she she's amazing and the funds that they raise to see how they support the families and how they support people who are going through that battle. It's, yeah, she's great. They have a Facebook group. They have a Bouncy Hunters Facebook group. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, We'll provide all that information in the show notes on experiencesyoushouldhave.com. But I'd like to roll into some logistics here. Okay. Because uh, this is such a special and powerful race. I, I see this is why this is the race that you both came to today that you wanted to share. So first off, where where is the race? Well, the race proper begins on the beaches of Jacksonville, yep. right literally on the border between um, Neptune Beach Atlantic and Beach. Atlantic Beach. Okay. But that's a, basically a suburb of Jacksonville. So okay. to say Jacksonville would be accurate. Jacksonville sure. and the Jacksonville Beach area. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And how, how do you get to Jacksonville, Florida? Oh, well, goodness. If, <laughs> yeah, for us, it's a six-hour drive north okay. since we're uh, in South native Florida. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. But do they have an airport there that you could fly into for the race? Yes, uh, mm-hmm. Jacksonville International. You could fly yeah. in there. Of course, mm-hmm. it's right on I-95. You could drive in if you're in the southeastern United States. Mm-hmm. A lot of people mm-hmm. make the drive. Tons of people mm-hmm. coming from Georgia, Alabama, right. in, in the, the adjoining states. Right. Got right. it. Now, when is the next race? And then is it typically on, like, the same weekend each year? Yes, it is typically on the same weekend every year. It's the it's the second weekend in February. So the 2020 races, they'll be the weekend of February 9th. Okay. Yeah, and usually the 5K and the Ultra will be on Saturday, and the Ultra will continue into Sunday. And then Sunday is... The half and the full marathon are run on the same course uh-huh. and start at the same time. So that is, and and they also have, just to say, there are wheelchair athletes mm-hmm. and yeah, their own separate division. Yeah, okay. the wheelchair athletes are so fast. Oh my gosh, they're amazingly fast. They start first. They start first mm-hmm. ahead of the runners, mm-hmm. so, so that you don't have the potential for collisions. Uh huh. And then, you know, for those that have more. Um, profound problems where they may have to have somebody assist them. We were out on the course with people being yeah. pushed in wheelchairs, and they're right there with the other runners. P- again, getting fed, getting a drink, fine, getting cheered yeah. on, super fine with people yeah. that are in the neighborhood. I mean, it's just a great time. I love it. Yeah. That this this is a race that's accessible to everybody. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. So how do you register for this race, and how how far in advance do you need to 
to plan to go here? Well, uh, this is a pretty big event. Yeah. I know that registration is for 2020 is already open. It is. It opened in May. Okay. And that's typical. All and right. It usually opens then. And they have a great website. They're breastcancermarathon.com. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. you can go there, you can register, you can you can do a single race event. So if you mm-hmm. just want to register for the 5K yeah. or the half, or you can register for one of their challenges where you run them all. You know, okay. To, do the 5K. Five. Do the do the half marathon or do the 5K and the full marathon. Which is what we did. Yeah. We did the 5K and the half. Wow. Yeah, we, we, we do both races. Yeah. Um, That's impressive. And then you get a you get an extra medal. Yeah. So you oh. know, we're in it for the bling too. That's right. And if if you fundraise, then that can also offset registration costs. Yeah. So while so. we're talking about costs, what are registration costs? So we have for for the 5K, it's $35. Okay. As of the when we went to the website and we saw what the 2020 registration fees are, and then 95 for the half. Okay. So right. for what we registered for, but if you if you choose to fundraise, then you can have it, it would be a, a lesser cost, mm-hmm. or you could cover the full cost as well. Okay. Yeah. That's great to know. Um, now I figure hotels are probably booking up quickly for a big event. When would you book your hotel? How far in advance? And then what hotel should you book for well, this? I would say that if you're planning on going or you're looking at it, start looking at hotels early. I mean, it is Jacksonville, which is the largest city in the state of Florida, so there's tons of hotels. But the secret's picking the right one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and. I, I'm almost afraid to give the secret away. Well, that's okay because we already we've have already our, booked our room. Oh, you already booked your room. <laughs> so See? Yeah, now give... you can tell our listeners. <laughs> so, okay, so we're going to tell you the secret. There is a fantastic Embassy Suites mm-hmm. on Bay Meadows Drive. Okay. It yeah. is a very short driving distance from the beaches, 15 to 20 minutes from the beaches. Yeah. On race morning, it's even with traffic, it's no more than 20 to 25 minutes from the door to the parking spot that mm-hmm. you're going to be at for the race. All right. Yeah. Fantastic location. Mm-hmm. The hotel itself, they are geared for business travelers. Of course, it's an embassy suite. Yeah. But it is strategically located very close to the interstate if you want to go into downtown mm-hmm. for some other spots mm-hmm. that we're going to tell you about. Yeah. And it's also just a quick drive down surface streets to get you out to the beaches. Yeah. Hotel has hot breakfast in the morning. Included. All right. Included in your cost. Mm -hmm. And it's right next to a fantastic restaurant called Four Rivers Barbecue. Oh, yeah, that's great. And it's right down the street from one of the best brew pubs in the Jacksonville area, which is Wicked Wicked Barley. Barley. Wicked Barley. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's great. So that's our secret for travelers who are going to this race. That is a great secret. Thank (laughs) you. Thank you for sharing. And and you're mentioning drive distances and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. How's the public transportation in Jacksonville? Jacksonville, And do you need to rent a car? I would say I would recommend renting a car. Only Mm -hmm. because the Mm -hmm. city of Jacksonville incorporated the entire area of Duval County. Mm -hmm. So it is, while it is one of the largest cities um, in terms of population, it's also one of the largest in terms of land area. So when you're looking at the logistics of getting to a race, 
you don't want to be beholden to public transit, which may not be on time. Something could happen. If you miss a bus, you're, you might be out of luck. Mm-hmm. So for this event, we're going to suggest renting a car and having your own transportation available to you. You could do ride share. You could yeah. do like yep. Uber or Lyft as well, but um, something that's that's uh, you're not having to rely on on scheduled public transportation would probably be more reliable in this event. Okay. Now you mentioned a few restaurants earlier, Mm -hmm. uh, but let's say you have just finished that half marathon. Oh, you are starving. Oh yeah. You need food, Mm -hmm. but you love good food. Yes. You know, you're not going to settle. Right. No, no, we are not. Exactly. (laughs) So, where where are you going for that food after your your race? Well, I mean, since you've been fed with mimosas and blueberry muffins throughout the day, I know you, but you're running that off though. You got to refuel after. Hey, okay, you okay, know. all right, right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. am, am I right? Yeah, you are right. <laughs> because you cross the finish line. We cross the finish line, and we're like, hey, we got the medals. We party a little bit at the after party. But right around the corner from the after party, uh-huh. like walk just. A few steps more yes. would be Poe's Tavern, named after Edgar Allan Poe. Uh-huh. <laughs> the whole place is themed after Edgar Allan Poe. Pages of his work adorn the walls, pictures of the author oh. everywhere. Wow. And we didn't mention it, but Amy used to be an English teacher. True. Uh-huh. So she's very partial to Edgar Allan Poe. I okay. Am. For 12 years. But... <laughs> And they were also a fantastic sponsor of the race, and they had a, a booth at the 5K. after party. Yeah. And that's how we I'll learned turn. about them. Okay. So we said, well, we're going to explore and go find them. Yeah, because they had little sliders at the after party, and we were like, yes, we have to have more of this and bigger. And so, like, did you hear a heart beating, like, in the in the bathroom somewhere? Well, the, the, were the, you afraid? Well, the burger wasn't that rare. Okay. No, <laughs> no and I will tell you, though, to your point, when you go to the restroom inside of the restaurant, the audio books of Edgar Allan Poe are playing overhead. You can oh, hear them. Oh, wow. Yes. So. Everything on the <laughs> menu is themed after his books. Short okay. stories or short and poems. stories as well. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And two items that we had oh, from the menu. Okay, tell me. Okay. Tell me. I need to know. All right. The one I had was the Black Cat Burger. Black cat burger. Okay, yes. what is in this black cat burger? It's topped with applewood smoked bacon and Edgar's drunken chili. And that means it has beer in it. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't taste super alcoholic, okay. but it just adds a, a level of spice and heat. Okay. But then it's also topped with grilled onions and pimento cheese. Wait, did you just say pimento cheese? Pimento cheese. I love pimento cheese. I love Caviar of the pimento. South. Yes. Caviar oh my gosh. of the South. Yes. Exactly. <sighs> it was so... And they'll cook it to whatever temperature you want. It was so good. So they, they paired the, the pimento cheese with with this chili? Yes. And, yes. It, and it worked? Oh, it totally yes. worked. That beer chili is, you would just get a cup of that. The, 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 in February in Jacksonville, it can get a little chilly, and it mm-hmm. was a little chilly on the course, and it was just a great way to warm up, and you had yeah. that burger, the chili, and, and I went a different route. Yes, you oh, did. Oh, oh, tell I me. Mean, I, I got a bite of hers, and it was fantastic, but yes. I ended up going with the sleeper. The sleeper. And the sleeper is topped with roasted garlic cloves, blue cheese, and fried buffalo shrimp. Oh, no. As a burger topping. It was no. amazing. You did not just so say that. I love buffalo. on a bun. <laughs> okay. Phenomenal. Wow. And, okay. and she mentioned that they'll do cook temperatures. Yep. 
I like my my beef a little more rare on the rare side, and they're okay. not afraid to do a true medium rare. So you get mm-hmm. if you like pink in your meat, it is perfectly cooked. Love it. And their burgers are enormous. You're talking oh. you're talking you know they're the size of a of a I don't know a softball or bigger. I mean they're enormous. Yeah, and manhole cover. Just, just yeah, like eating a manhole cover. <laughs> um, do you know if they have the Impossible Burger there or Beyond Burger? The I last time the... we were there, Impossible had not hit the market yet. Okay. So mm-hmm. I'll be curious to see when it's... we go back in 2020 if, if it's available. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a yeah. good question. I've, I've had, I had the Beyond Burger about a month ago. Mm-hmm. I thought it was okay, and I just had the Impossible Burger the other day. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, it was amazing. If it you, was if you absolutely didn't know, amazing. I had no idea. It you would could fool have, you. You right? could have told me it was just a regular meat burger, and I would have 100% believed you. Yeah. I'd be shocked if they weren't pursuing something like that right. there. I mean, right. they, their stock in trade at this place really is their burgers. Right. And okay. they do have salads, so, and yeah. they're yeah, 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 pretty yeah. robust, so you could, yeah. But I think that a lot of people or a lot of restaurants are getting on that bandwagon with the Impossible Burger. We yeah. first had it at to the... Epcot Food and Wine Festival. Yes. Oh, fun. And they, it was really good. And we eat, we eat vegan six days a week. And sure. then on yeah. day seven, we eat what I call drunken frat boy. Yeah. So <laughs> that enables us, between that and the running, that enables yeah. us to have these splurge days when we're recording the show. So yeah. it worked oh, out really yeah. well. This is great. This yeah. is absolutely great. Okay. And are there any final tips um, for coming to Jacksonville, doing the race well, that you'd like to offer up? Yeah, well, you know, we are all about accomplishing, exploring, and indulging on the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. Yes. So we've accomplished by running the race. You're exploring delicious food. When it's time to indulge, you've got to go find a place to have a a tasty beverage. Oh. Yes. So we do have a tip for everybody that might be heading to Jacksonville. Yes. Intuition Ale Works, which is right across from the Jacksonville Jaguars Stadium. Uh-huh. It has an amazing rooftop. It's a huge building. There are two different levels, but the rooftop area where you can have a cold beer. They've reclaimed this oh, old warehouse. That's great. And it's just this brick facade and, and you know, painted sign right on the brick. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous area down there. And they're brewing and they're canning right there in the facility where yes. you're at. They mm-hmm. have a great tap room downstairs. That yes. rooftop that Amy mentioned is gorgeous. Yes. And a phenomenal view of the city skyline. Oh, but yeah. they're beers. Oh, they're beers. And actually, one of them is here. One of them is being served here at, at the, the hotel we're staying oh, at here. Here for, in Orlando. Okay. For, What's the name so, of it? This is the the John Boat Coastal Ale. And John Boat Coastal Ale. It's an English Golden Ale. It's uh, I I loved that. Yeah, nice, light, smooth, refreshing light. after okay. a run. Easy drinking All right. beer. Four and a half percent ABV. Yeah, okay. not, not too a high IBU. No, not very okay. bitter. Not okay. very bitter. Not very high in alcohol content. But if you wanted to go higher in alcohol content right at the same time of year in February of the race. They have the Underdark Imperial Double Stout, which is a special release that people will line up for in this very same race weekend or just a little bit beforehand. Uh-huh. It's barrel-aged in Willet Rye. 
barrels. Wow. Yeah. And, and that's, that's that being a double a, a double imperial stout that's got a much higher IBU, nine and a half percent ABV. Yeah. Underdark is a nod to all of the Dungeons and Dragons fans out there. <laughs> uh, in fact, their labeling and packaging on the bottle has a picture of the Beholder, which is a monster from Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. They oh, do Lord. a release party where they play Dungeons and Dragons in the tap room. It's All a, right. It's a neat bunch of guys yeah. that are there doing some crazy stuff with beer. Yeah. They have, I think, 15 or so different flavors on tap that they're doing. But those are the two we wanted to, to mention to check those out. Yeah. Because that one, the Underdark, is released in February. So yes. if you're there for the race, you may mm -hmm. luck out and be able to get some when you're there. And then there. John Boat is like their, one of their flagship beers. So. Yeah. And that one they distribute throughout the state. Yeah. Well, I think we should go have a beer later tonight at John Boat. Oh, we should have a John Boat. It's a date. Yeah. Okay. We should. All right. Well, truly, thank you guys so much for joining sure. me on experiencesyoushouldhave.com. And I want to make sure that our listeners know about anything going on in your world or your podcast you'd like to share. Sure. Oh. Well, um, when we're going right from this conference to the Anchorage Run Fest in Anchorage, Alaska. This okay. Weekend. And yes. this weekend we'll be running the one mile fun run on Saturday. Mm -hmm. and, and the half marathon on Sunday. Oh, wow. And then turning right back around and heading back to our day jobs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All if, right. If anybody wants to find out more, we're at runeatdrink.net and we're Run Eat Drink Podcast on Instagram and Facebook or Run Eat Drink Pod on Twitter. All right. So, listeners, go check these amazing people out. They are super cool. They know their food. They know their drink. They know how to have a good time. And they're not just sitting at a cubicle every day. They are exploring the world mm -hmm. through running, eating, and drinking. It's yes. an experience that we think you should have. Yes. <laughs> and thank you so much for having us on the show. Any time. And for you listeners out there, if you loved the show, then please go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. And please tell a friend about the show. Check us out on Instagram on Experiences Podcast. Leave a comment. If you have an idea for an experience that others should have that can be replicated and can provide a how-to guide to make it happen, then hit me up at experiencesyoushouldhave.com, click on contact, and send me a note. I want to hear from you. I want to learn about all these amazing experiences in the world. And just something to note, I'm going to keep on highlighting the accessibility of these experiences, if they are accessible or if they aren't, uh, but to learn how everyone might be able to do these really cool experiences around the world. And until next time.